Good morning, 737 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News, and we've got uh, Chip Simmons, who is the Escambia County Sheriff here in studio with us. Uh, Sheriff, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning. Andrew. How are you? <laughs> you got a woo-woo from Candy, <laughs> yeah, which, well, okay. which is how she does. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, um, we got not a lot of big events but a couple of relatively significant ones that we got to talk about some you know unfortunately crime stories um but on michigan avenue what is this thursday we had a shooting is that right uh yeah we had a reported shooting um no one reported to us they went to the hospital hospital is obligated to call us and let us know and the stories that we're getting from the people that are involved are nonsense oh okay so they're they're clearly covering up for whatever did happen yeah we have nothing Okay. Uh, because they're not being forthcoming with us. They're just, again, it's, we're not that dumb. We, I mean, <laughs> when, when we ask what happened and you give us these goofy stories and it's contradictory, uh, we know you're not being truthful to us. And so we suspect we're not getting, I mean, let me rephrase that. We suspect we're not getting the whole truth. <laughs> I like your first version better. <laughs> the nonsense. <laughs> it's just nonsense. So in a case like that, I assume that you assume there's criminal activity and they feel like telling you the truth is going to, reveal a criminal activity and they don't want that yeah and and i'm not talking specifically about this case but in the past generalized um they there are people that were not supposed to have guns in the first place okay and it's either an accidental shooting but they're a convicted felon and they're not supposed to have done that so they have to Uh, they have to say some different things or they just don't want to be cooperative with us because they were doing something they shouldn't have been doing in the first place so you know it, it could be one it could one of those things it could be anything there's a chance that it could be, you know, factual. But when you start telling us things and then you change your story and then, you know, we go back to another place and, and whether it would be a witness and the witness says that they weren't even here and we've never seen these people and all that stuff, you know, it, it doesn't take a, a experienced investigator to realize that there's some there's something Tom else happening. Afoot. <laughs> Tom Fuller, very good. All right. Um, so, and by the way, just it's an interesting note because. Um, we talk so much with Mike Wood about the things that the media in TV and movies get wrong about police work, but at least the one they do get right is the uh, you know gunshot wounds get reported to the police. Yes, yes. <laughs> if, 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 if they if they go to the uh, the hospital, there's yeah. an obligation that they that they call us and and. But sometimes, I mean, sometimes they try not to go to the hospital. Sometimes they wait a couple of days. In fact, we've had, uh, I guess this last month, we had an individual that, that showed up at the emergency care center uh, and it looked like the uh, the gunshot wound had been like a week old or so. Oh, okay. You know? And so obviously we get called and we do some checking yeah. and, and more nonsense ensued with the story that we were getting. And, and so we're still actively investigating. It. The reasons they waited a week are the reasons they didn't want to talk to you, most likely. I, it's again is that true for stab wounds too or only is it only when they there's some kind of criminal related possibility or is it unique to gunshot wounds no i think it's whenever they think that there's a a a criminal activity but gunshots are pretty easy they have to report they report those um stab wounds again if if their story is that they cut themselves you know shucking oysters i was walking towards the hall and i fell on the door yeah okay if they've got a stab wound to the back they, they probably, they probably weren't shucking us. oysters with yeah, that. that okay. that's, that's a difficult oyster. Got it. <laughs> it's a difficult oyster. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just always reminds me of the, there's this old joke that, you know, the guy's like, I don't know, officer. I was just standing here peeling my apple when this guy walks up, walks into my knife backwards. 
27 times. You know, like that's the kind of, you know, that's the kind of the feisty oyster. It's like uh, hospitals and shampoo bottles. Right. Look it up. Oh, no. Um, okay, so we also uh, had a story about in Molino where, what, there was some kind of a altercation and it winds up being a broomstick used as the weapon here. And it started over a greenhouse, as they always do. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know that they always do, but this particular one did. It was neighbor uh, versus neighbor, uh, and it did. It started about a, uh, over a greenhouse. A 68-year-old Molino man uh, hit a 71-year-old woman with a in the face with a broomstick. Good and I got nothing. Okay. You, you all know, right. You argue with your neighbor. Um, as, as and neighbors, you know, was that, it, that good, happens. Good fences make good neighbors. Is oh, that the, the yeah. Thing there? Nice callback, well, um, by the way. But, but anyways, that's kind of that's kind of what the situation is here. They were they were arguing, and he decides to take it to another level, and he's being charged with it. So he'll have to uh, answer for his. Um, I, I have to ask: Do we know how the greenhouse factored into this? I, I don't know how the okay. greenhouse right. right. factored into it. Kind of curious because that's exactly an unusual what the problem one. with with the greenhouse was. And this is a really concerning story. Honestly, is this baby that winds up taking a bottle that I guess had alcohol in it from a party or something, and winds up with a really high blood alcohol content and vomiting? What happened here? Well, that's that's it. It's it's as disturbing as is that. Uh, we arrested a 28 year old um, woman. And the the thought here is that, or the probable cause here is that she added some, I think it's watermelon, Smirnoff, some kind of vodka into a baby bottle and then gave it to that child. And that child ended up with a blood alcohol level of 0.142. And I, I I don't know how you can describe this other than saying it's just, it's just people these days, um, what are they thinking? I mean, it's, there's no excuse for this. It's, it, I, I would, guess she thought this would be funny or something but it's poisoning i mean this is a horrible thing to do to a child and now if i remember correctly in this story the the mother had discovered what happened because she had internal cameras in the house yeah i think the child was was becoming sick and and uh in and out of consciousness yeah i suppose and then yeah there were some videos in the house and the videos showed that um, this individual that we end up arresting, I'm not even going to glorify her by sure, giving I get her you. name. Um, she had she had walked out and she come back shaking the bottle as if she was mixing something into the bottle, and then uh, you know then the, the baby had these uh, these symptoms. And then when they took the baby to the to the hospital, they showed that the baby had a, an alcohol content. Again, I, I there's no excuse whatsoever for this. I don't know what what in the world she was thinking. Um, uh, indescribable. You know, it raises a question for me. Okay, so we have external cameras, you know, in our house on outside for, and that's actually been useful a couple of different times, just in general for neighborhood stuff. But also, it's just you know, it's it's helpful. Um, I'm super reluctant to put cameras on the inside of my house. I just hate the idea of it. But how many times, from your perspective, have internal cameras been essential in resolving a crime? Um, I can go back to what two weeks ago we had a homicide and then we had an internal video um, that our investigators worked very hard over the first couple 24 hours of the investigation and were able to determine or able to discover uh, a DVR and that DVR obviously was really good evidence and it actually showed the the crime being committed. Wow. Um, so I, I how often not that often quite, quite honestly people have um, videos inside their house for a number of different reasons. A lot of people have baby monitors and they're monitoring their, sure. you know, their babysitter and that that sort of thing. Um, 
but, but it does help. I mean, if, if there's a crime being committed, it, it, it does help. Again, I, I don't know. I, I don't have videos um, inside my home, mm-hmm. but I do have them outside my home. Yeah, and well, you have other means inside I, your... I, I, I have... <laughs> you have other, other capabilities. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I'm prepared. <laughs> You're at that side. Would expect nothing less. Uh, 7.45 here on News Radio 923. We're talking to Sheriff Chip Simmons. Let's get a quick traffic break with Candy Collerton. All right, traffic on the fives. Good news is uh, we're not showing a whole lot of uh, slowdowns right now. Certainly use caution, as you know, wherever you are. Uh, Brent and Davis showing an accident with no roadblock this morning. Other than that, a pretty easy way of getting where you're going. If you have traffic tips, you can text 437-1620. Candy Collerton, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. All right, thanks so much, Candy. Back to Sheriff Chip Simmons. Um, one of the things I did, wanted to kind of get your reaction to it because you work very closely, of course, with Tommy Leiter, former chief of police, and now uh, your chief deputy. He was giving a presentation of the transition team for DC Reeves last week, and one of the things, and this is not a new thing for him, but he was giving kind of the preliminary of what he's intending to do, which is he is a big advocate of traffic safety as the primary threat to public safety that people encounter and that uh, honestly red light cameras he likes what Gulf Breeze has done and he's been soft advocating for that since he was chief but I think he's he's certainly advocating for it in the city and it makes me you know kind of wonder you know not to ask you whether you agree with your chief deputy or not but do you agree with your chief deputy do you you know to what degree is traffic enforcement a solvable way to benefit public safety and to what degree do you think red light cameras whether in the city or the county would be helpful well you know when i was a police chief we actually talked about this we had a lot of discussions with companies that would do that gulf breeze was doing it at the time myself and then mayor ashton hayward had a lot of discussions with the companies and they had red light cameras they had speed uh type enforcement cameras uh we never did uh institute that because of that there were some legal issues with that, that were going on at the time, and uh, so the question is, well, do I think that it it could be effective? I'm, 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 I do not like the idea of having cameras at every single intersection, and and you know where does it stop, and and that sort of thing. But I, I do camera think at that the light, a, camera mid block, yeah, camera on the corner, and camera. Everything. Right, I, I understand. I'm not necessarily a a, a fan of that. Um, I, I think I would have to take a look at where does the money go to. I don't want the go- the government. And, you know, I'm a little bit of a limited government gotcha. type of person. I, I don't want the government to just uh, try to make money any way that they can. So if the money goes back towards public safety, it's earmarked specifically for public safety and for specific to public safety, maybe traffic enforcement. You know, that, that, then I, I could probably be convinced that that's a, a good idea. And that, and that's exactly what Tommy said, is given the funding shortfall for pay compression, uh, acquiring new positions, pay raises, and maintenance of equipment, that would be the natural way to use the money generated. Yeah. Yeah, again, uh, but Tommy Lider is an experienced law enforcement officer. I've, I brought him over to the sheriff's office for a reason, because of his knowledge. I, I would not be a fan of, of red light cameras for pay raises. Because the, again, that's that's kind of pushing the money for pay raises. I would like that money. You're starting to, to reinforce the need for the bad behavior. Yeah, I I think that the the government already has or should have a mechanism to fund pay raises and salaries of law enforcement officers. I would think if you put something in new, it might be better. In my opinion, only uh, it might be better if you use that to enhance the traffic safety, uh, whether it's you know uh, radar enforcement maybe. Uh, something like that instead of maybe just the pay raises or the salaries sure. of the of the deputies themselves. Now, if you want to add deputies or if you want to add, in this case, police officers, uh, I, I, I don't know that I would have a concern about that. But I, I just Especially if you're adding them for traffic enforcement. That would be a very tight connection, right? Yeah, but, but once you go there, you can't go back. 
you right. know, because because then you you've got all these deputies, all these police officers that are are funded through this through this program. You'll never be able to get rid of this program, or you have to get rid of those those deputies or find another uh, funding source. We are coming up to Thanksgiving on Thursday, obviously. Uh, any safety notes for people as they're doing whatever they're doing over the next few days, and certainly Black Friday. Well, I mean, Black Friday and shopping is a, a different thing. So there's two things here. One is the inevitable domestic violence calls that we get from people drinking and or people fighting it during the holiday season. Um, you know, my, 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 I guess my suggestion would be to just relax, <laughs> calm down. It'll, you know, count to ten, whatever you have to do. Don't, don't, don't ele- elevate it to a point where you fight somebody. The second thing is Black Friday is get there early and be prepared to wait and and just be respectful of the other people that are shopping. That's it's that simple. And uh, you know, sometimes it's okay to just take a nap. Yeah, just take a nap. You'll be better. I mean, like, you know, when you're getting worked up about family, just, you know, I I always tell my boys, just leave the location, leave the area. Just put some space in there. You know, that will help. All right, last thing I have to ask you, somehow or other this has become a topic, um, Brussels sprouts. Now, I know you are a bacon fan. (laughs) I know there's no bacon you won't eat. By your own admission, that's that's especially if it if it surrounds a scallop. Okay, all right, all right, fair enough. Yeah. The question though is, uh, does Chip Simmons, Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons, uh, wildly popular and elected by a big majority, <laughs> does Chip Simmons endorse the it's Brussels the sprout part. or not? Yes, but with bacon, cheese, and everything, butter, everything you've else. You've got to add bacon. Yeah, you've okay. got to you've got to cook it properly. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not eating them raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to cook them up. And our, um, our our team that that competed at the at the uh, egg fest makes a mean Brussels sprout. And okay. So if you mix that with some some bacon, obviously anything's mixed with, mixed with bacon. Well, see, that's pretty, always pretty what good. I think is. I mean, you know, you could put bacon and butter and cheese on sawdust, and it would probably be okay. You know, not too bad. But for the moment. Yeah. Right. Right. And but I, I like your expression there that you know you're in favor of healthy, but let's be reasonable. Yeah. Not raw Brussels sprouts. Let's be let's be happy. <laughs> Chief <laughs> Sheriff Jim Simmons, as always, thank you for what you do for the community. Great to have you on today. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, man. Y'all take care.